Bada boom, book it boys in the room. How you do? Um, to book it, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I have our GM's Damone, D Money Allen. Hello. Primetime, Travi T. How much wood could a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood? Late night, Keefy Keef. A woodchuck could chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck wood if a woodchuck would chuck wood. <laughs> Little Fudge. Please end my suffering. And the bad guy. <laughs> Bottle boom, realest nigga in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Can we say yeah, that? That's gonna be my intro. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I mean, can... Damone, I was going to use a pass to make that my intro next week. Damone, I, yeah, I, can, right. I can say it. But there you go, the Damone. That wasn't the intro I wanted to Wait, do. Damone can say it, but Kenny can't? No, no Kenny can say it. Oh, that, you, <laughs> said, you said I can say it, but the rest of you can't. I'll put so, much yeah. at the end. All right, hell of We're gonna go. We're gonna continue the final round of Boogie Verse Three. Uh, D Money's actually gonna split his show into two different nights. Um, two nights. So, so self-important. Yes, I'm very. Mike, you should split person. your show final show into two nights too. No, fuck that. I don't have enough to split it in two nights. Would you want to be here for half hour? Break. Nobody provided yeah, actually, me that opportunity. Yes, actually, that'd be no. kind of funny. You could have just taken the opportunity. Some of these times you just got to be considerate. Whoa, I'm not. <laughs> Whoa, calm, calm down. <laughs> yeah, moment, I'm, man. I'll keep mine in, into one. Another <laughs> um, Alright, so Damone, tell us about uh, So, I got a question before we start yeah. Is your show itself Two nights? Yeah, or are you so, just presenting it as two no, nights? No, my show, so I'm doing one show as like Wrestlemania So I have one night uh, That's night one And then a night two um, For each show or, Can you for, do me for, one other favor? What? S- speak towards your microphone Can you is this is this better? Is this good? <laughs> That's a thousand times better. Put it in your mouth. Bro showed up like thirty minutes late and is whipping everybody back. Right, right. <laughs> I've been trying to tell these people this every week, but what do you mean nobody by wants to listen. Mean his goddamn boss. Means everybody here that's not me. He the boss. All right. Show up wait, 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 I was I was dancing. What are you telling us? Simone, go ahead and get started. No, no, hold on. What did I missed the lesson? What what have you been telling us? To get close to your goddamn microphones. You know it too. Because oh, we had a whole me. issue with you. Oh, no, so you gotta get the unit on mic. No, bad guy, bad guy's the only one close. I, I will say it. Bad guy's the only other one that gets close enough to his goddamn microphone. <laughs> this is why yeah. Mustafa Ali started the union last year. Yeah. <laughs> is, is this okay, Mike? That, that, great. Now put your pop filter in front of it. Yeah. Is this good? Put your lips on it. Put your lips on it. Put your... Keep talking. Right put your, you want me to put my lips on it? Put my lips on it. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Okay. Now get started. Okay. So, <laughs> I hate it's, it's, barely, it's barely legal night one, live from the Paycom Center in Oklahoma City. Uh, your John is in attendance. Um, the uh, theme He's a song teacher is... in Oklahoma City. He can't afford that after tonight. It's TCW <laughs> tickets. It's not the it's fucking t- thunder. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, he is a band. He's a DPW, not using TCW. 
I think you're yeah, in the mic show too. Teach, no, Kenny, that's just my devotion to hating. <laughs> I go there and start riots. <laughs> that's wild. You pay to hate. That's that's hating. Okay. I was like, John, John probably will never win, win a book at verse, but he's definitely going to win hated of the year three years running. There you go. Add that <laughs> to the time I get praised for something around here. Nobody appreciates. <laughs> John and my great granddad, they'd be fucking beefing for that that spot. Yep. Uh, the theme song is "Evil: A Chorus of Resistance." I forgot the name of the band, but it's from one of the um, two thousand eight. A SmackDown vs. Raws. What? It's two thousand eight. Yeah, yeah, two thousand eight. What's Smackdown the name of the song? Evil. Evil. A chorus of resistance. I want. It's by Skrillex. Then you have. It's not Skrillex. No. It's by Skrillex. No, it's not by Skrillex. What? It's by Skrillex featuring Skillet. It is not. No, 2008? No, that's not it. It's by Skrillex featuring Skillet and Kanye West. Y'all can keep arguing me all you want. I got all night. You're wrong. It's not who it was by. It's by Skrillex featuring Skillet and Kanye West. He said it was from 2008. It's not going to be Skrillex. Anyway, it's by Project 86. There <laughs> we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Bad guy. Who was it? Project 86. Travis, it's Project 86. <laughs> Not Skrillex. Skrillex featuring Skillet and Kanye West. Yeah, I hate this bit. Uh, <laughs> Two weeks after Bound for Glory, the Heartstoppers come out and they celebrate their victory in the Ele- uh, Elevation X match to retain the tag titles. I think somebody about to get the ass beat. Uh, Sean says, at Bound for Glory, we prove without a shadow of a doubt that the Heartstoppers are the best tag team, not only Ooh, in CCW, talk. but the entire world. Dolph says that not only do they steal the show every single night, Ooh. we make it look so damn good. Suddenly, we start to hear a whistle over and over and over, and we see Bill Alfonso come out the tunnel. Did I just hear you say, you two say you're the best tag team in the world? How is that possible when you've never faced my men? Uh, Sean says that he knows exactly who Bill is and that he is nothing more than a parasite who leeches on the guys who are more talented, but the heart stoppers back down from absolutely nobody. So bring him on. Bill says, I'm glad to hear that, and so are they. And then he points um, behind him. Sean and Dolph turn around, and they get hit with simultaneous savat kicks by Haku and Umaga. Uh, They proceed to beat down the tag champions with Umaga and Haku hitting Samoan spikes on both men. Uh, Alfonso grabs the titles and hands them over. um, And as they stand over, Dolph and Sean, who are both laid out. So the next week, Dolph and Sean are both out of action. Um, but Alfonso, along with Haku and Umaga, have a backstage interview with Joy. Alfonso says that his savages have already won titles around the world and now are going to do the same thing here in TCW. Last week was just a sample of the damage these two can do and will do to the heart stoppers at Barely Legal. Sean, Dolph, you're on borrowed time and nothing you can do will stop us. May God have mercy on your souls because they won't. So on the go home show, um, I'm worried about saying the name now. <laughs> Myra, Myra, right? Myra, right? Myra, nut. 
Myro has their de- debut match in TCW against the the Hollies, so Crash and um, Hardcore Holly. Free um, Crash Holly. Myro absolutely dominate. Uh, they absolutely dominate the Hollies, beating them within two minutes. When Umaga Ooh. hits a Samoan spike on Crash for the win. After the match, they continue to beat down the Hollies. They throw Hardcore Holly Holly out of the ring, and Umaga hits a Samoan drop through the announce table. Then Haku locks in the Tongan grip, death grip, uh, causing Crash to pass out, and is refusing to let go. But then we hear the Heartstoppers music hit, and they come running out, and the brawl between the two teams ensues. Sean manages to get Haku out of the ring with a clothesline over the top rope, then skins the cat, and the Heartstoppers go to hit dual super kicks on Haku, but Umaga manages to pull Haku out of the ring at the very last second, and uh, Myro retreats as the heart stoppers tell them that let's go alfonso says you you're you are too, you are dead man walking so for the match itself haku and umaga come out wearing like traditional samoan garb um sean and Dolph come out wearing pink and powder blue tights um so the match starts with umaga and Dolph. Dolph tries to take down umaga but can't umaga turns it into a power bomb um Umaga Irish whips Dolph and hits a spinning wheel kick for a two count. Umaga drags Dolph into the corner and tags in Haku. Haku chokes Dolph in the corner with his boot, lifts him up, so he sta- so he's standing in the corner and then hits a big splash. Haku locks in a nerve hold on Dolph. Dolph manages to hit a ja- uh, jawbreaker to escape. Dolph tries to tag in Sean, but Haku gets to Umaga first, who cuts him off and hits a swinging side slam umaga irish whips Dolph into the corner and goes for the running black backsplash um so like where he does the run and then like r- runs into them like back first uh but Dolph just manages to move out of the way and then he hits a jumping ddt on umaga then tags in sean as umaga tags in haku sean comes flying out of the corner with punches to haku and hits a flying forearm then kips up Sean goes to the top rope and hits a, a diving elbow drop and goes for the pin, but Umaga breaks it up at two. Umaga then gorilla presses Sean and hits a Samoan drop. Dolph slides in the ring and avoids the clothesline from Umaga, hits a gut kick, then hits a Famouser. Dolph goes to the corner and calls for the tag. Sean uh, makes a tag and Dolph sets up and hits a super kick on Haku and goes for the pin, but Haku kicks out at two. Dolph hits the heart attack elbow drops. So it's where he does the repeated elbow drops. Um, Dolph goes for the zigzag, but Haku grabs the top rope. And um, so Dolph goes flying back. And when Dolph gets up, Haku hits a Savat kick. Um, HPK has to break up the pin at the very last second. Uh, Umaga and HPK are the legal men in throwing punches. Umaga hits Sean with a throat thrust that drops him. Umaga goes to the top rope and goes for the diving headbutt, but Sean moves out uh, moves out of the way at the very last second. Sean manages the tag in Dolph when Umaga tags in Haku. Both men are slugging it out. Haku Irish whips Dolph and goes and hits a flying clothesline. He then locks in the Tongan death grip. The ref checks on Dolph and he pulls the drop, puts the arm up once, it drops. A second time, it drops. But then on the third time, it stays up. And Dolph manages to fight, make his way to his feet and uh, fight Haku off. 
and then hits a super kick and falls on Haku. But Bill Alfonso gets on the apron and it distracts the referee, so he doesn't isn't able to count the pin. Sean slides in and he manages to super kick Alfonso off the apron. Um, he turns around into a Samoan spike from Umaga. Uh, Umaga grabs Dolph and goes for the spike, but Dolph manages to avoid it and he hits a zigzag. Um, so then Umaga rolls out of the ring, like falls out of the ring after the zigzag. Dolph goes up to Sean, gets Sean up, and is, they get back up and they hit um, dual, like one's on one side, one's on the other, and they hit switch and music or super kicks at the same time on Haku for so the one. Super kick party. Yeah, essentially, yeah. For the one, two, three, the winners and still tag team champions, the Heartstoppers. Can you read me the finish again? Yep. So, uh, Haku, uh, Dolph gets to his feet. He fights off Haku. He hits a super kick. He falls on Haku, but Bill Alfonso gets on the apron, distracts the ref. Sean super kicks him out of the off the apron. Um, Sean turns into a Samoan spike. Um, Umaga tries a Samoan spike. Dolph, but he manages to avoid it, and he hits a zigzag. Umaga falls out of the ring like he hits a zigzag and then like rolls out of the ring Um, Dolph goes over to Sean gets him up and they hit uh, super kicks at the same time on Haku for the win who pins him Uh, it would be Dolph when they hit super kicks is it from the same way or is it from opposite direction opposite ways okay okay the superest of super kicks some might say yes all right. It was a good party. Um, I guess I can go first. I have some some comments. Oh, actually, I have, I have a few questions first. Okay. Uh, sorry, I asked who, who pinned him. Um, what is this like? Myro's debut in your company? Or is are they coming from my company? What's the? They're what's coming the from your company. Okay. What's their reason for coming here? Just to beat them up? They want our tag. They want the tag titles. Okay. Fair enough. What time frame is this? Is this the beginning of the year or the end of the year? This would be... This is the last show, so... It would be, like, around summertime. But, but I'm on, my show, first season at the very least, is only, like, five months. So it would be, like, June, July-ish. Okay. Fair enough. Huh. All right. So, first things first... Haku doesn't do the Samoan spike. He doesn't my universe. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, I noticed that we all really have knockoff rude ones, so Kenny's the goat tag team maker, just period off that. Because, like, the heart stoppers are just fucking the rude ones, but so slightly we all different. Have knockoff you rude ones? stop calling everything the rude ones. I don't think they're the rude ones. They're not. They are. They are. I don't, more I don't to see each it. other than the fucking I think rude they're ones. more like the young bucks, they have the rude ones. Yeah, I would say I mean, there's definitely there's definitely younger. definitely inspiring on there too, but they've got they've got rude one qualities. It's like Damon wanted to be wanted to do the rude ones, but he wanted a babyface version. So I, I disagree. Yeah, I don't. Hey, everybody get Damon's dick out of your mouths, okay? Okay. <laughs> you're just you're saying something dumb. <laughs> I didn't take any points off for it. I just made an observation. It's a dumb observation. You're All a my dumb hate for Damon's going to you right now. 
Kenny, Good, stop. you're welcome. Mo. Whatever you're eating, please. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't like that Heartstoppers and Myra were brawling in the buildup. Okay. I feel like that was that took away from your story here because Myra is so much larger than them, and so much like you've got four weeks to build this team that's never been on your programming, and you've got them brawling with these guys that are a lot smaller than them. When they should be tossing them around and just fucking, even with like a like a sneak attack from Heartstopper, these are should be two of the greatest wrestlers quickly. of all time. But hold on, did they have did they have a brawl or did they come he said, out? He and said like make he said save? they come out and they started brawling. Well, like these by brawling, <laughs> I mean like they start fighting and throwing fists and they get thrown out. They throw the bag, yeah, they yeah, heels yeah. out of the ring. Is they're what I mean by like brawl. A, they're not having like a separation like, brawl. They're yeah, like they're like, not like they having like a doll like a it should be a squash. I don't. It's not like an Undertaker. Bro, no, in the buildup, it should have been a squash. They did well. They did squash them the first time. They, they like. They it should be that every him. time. So that when when they win, it's like a fucking. It's like oh my god, I didn't think they could do it. By the way, you're wrong about um, Haku. I just double checked. He does. He doesn't call it the Samoan spike. It's, it's a different move. Have you, have you looked at it? The Tongan spike is different. It's not. It's not. It's not the same move. No. All right, I, I watch I watch a lot of Haku film for to find his fucking move set. It's not the same move, but uh, not even the best version of Haku. Nobody cares about fucking Mang. Mang was better. <laughs> <laughs> Mang, was, Mang was goat. Mang is the second worst version of Haku. No, Mang is King the best Haku. version. It's the best version. Um, so I'm gonna give you. I think this is good. I think there was some storyline points that I didn't really care for like i feel like well, i already made it clear to you what i didn't like so yeah um i'm gonna go with a 3.25 okay well i'm gonna come in and give you five dollars okay. that, 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 that was enjoyable I like that he brought in Bill Alfonso. I like that. He gave he, you five because Dolph won. Let's, you like that he brought real. in Bill let's, Alfonso? I, I he's been part of Myro the entire time, you motherfucker. Well, <laughs> I like that he brought him in. And he did a great impression of him. <laughs> he didn't bring him in. I brought him in. <laughs> no, you let, let's, go. No, let's just call you, it what you it like, is. You like all his shit for stuff you didn't like on my show. Fuck you. <laughs> when have I ever dissed Bill Alfonso on your show? I like Bill Alfonso. And I probably praised it on your show, too. Fucking Lance Storm and James Storm did it, this storyline better than fucking Shawn Michaels and Dolph Ziggler. No, they did. No, they did. Because <laughs> neither of them is half as good as Dolph Ziggler or a fourth as good as... Uh, well, excuse me, one-eighth as good as... Sha Wait, no, I'm doing this wrong. Half as good oh, as Shawn Michaels or an eighth as good as Dolph. All right, Anyways, Kenny. I, I wish Scott I said who in RVD. That's my only complaint. Scott Steiner math. All right. Are, I'm, go ahead, Ray. I'm going with a 3.5. Okay. What happened to the automatic five? You lying son of a bitch. I was joking. He's done bro. that. To, he's done that to me multiple times on this show. Sickening. Dishonest. I was joking because one time, one time Kenny said, Kenny literally said on the show, he said, he said, Travis, I'm gonna stop you right here because no matter what you do from here on out, you're getting a five from me. And then gave me a fucking three point eight, and I was like, <laughs> I hate that. That was I'm joking. I hate him. I said, I said automatic five in the group chat because literally. Demon unlocked a third impersonation. That's why I said <laughs> for a Bill Alfonso. Um, I went three point five. I think the story was was okay, but I think Might the match would save this. Okay, in my opinion. So yeah, so it wasn't like the story was terrible. Like I just think the story was kind of mid within the actual 
Matt's was good. It was really good, actually. So I went to 3.5. Okay. Cafe? I'm going to go with... Ooh, hold on. Let me try again. <laughs> Mike's going to kill you. You just get a mouse <laughs> I fucking right. hate that bullshit, Keith. <laughs> don't, don't do that. You're just going to fuck up the entire book at first. If he, if he mutes so. you... No, he's rolling for he's rolling for for his rating. Oh, <laughs> so it's worse than John's rating. You don't know if that's what he's been doing this whole time. I hear the dice, <laughs> and he did, the dice. He, he did it saying, last week. No, I'm saying he could have been doing this the entire book at verse. Like we wouldn't even know. We never would have known. You never know. It would explain like some of the wild ass like differences. <laughs> like we'll say, I really, really did like like this. This had this issue, and then he gives you a five. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never know. Wild card, baby. Uh, anywho, I actually you really wanted to give you. That's what you are. You are two faced. You just flip the damn coin and decide our fate. You ain't shit. <laughs> I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna give you a four. I thought it was really good. I I didn't see the when Travis made the point of of them not having physical contact. I actually liked that they came back because it's such a short build to a big show. And oh, I didn't say they shouldn't like, have physical content t- contact. I said they should have been getting their asses beat for four weeks. I'm saying okay. Well, I still disagree with that because okay. <laughs> I think that they. I think it works. Like especially with um, their manager, like that shit happens all the time. Like as a normal trope for the big monsters who just kick the shit out of the guys to get a comeuppance, a little bit of a comeuppance, and then they get to the actual match and get their asses kicked the whole time to make the comeback. I like it. I feel like it was good. I like it as a as your as your. Um, your opener. starter match, yeah. Opener. Your opener, yeah. So I'll go with a four, four dollars. John, I just want to say for John being straight edge, he's fucking high. Uh, there's <laughs> off your shit, Mike. There's no reason this should be a five. The only reason Agreed. he gave this a five is because Dolph won. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Damn, that's it. Bitch. That's the I, only I, reason. That is the only reason that that, that he got a five. Who? That's it. Who? Who Dolph? asked? I don't give a shit. Uh, so, that being said, this was this was just mid to me. I'm going to go with just a three. Damn. Okay. I'm sure you don't want to offset set John's. I'm not as I'm not as petty as John. Uh, I don't. I, I'm gonna give a rating that I think is fair. Not you made, you made your whole rating based on my rating. Shut your ass up. No, no, no. no. I'm saying you gave a stupid rating. <laughs> you can rate these I'm just That's calling it. you out talk, more than talk, anything. Talk hey, shit, Mike, Mike. You gave nothing but stupid ratings last week, so I guess we. All right, we you wrote a stupid week. show. Yeah. What the fuck yeah. do you mean? Oh, you just You two fight on your own time. I said we got to keep moving. We started hey, half yeah. an hour late. I'm the only one left with swings to give. All right, Devon. Yeah. Go to the next one. So this match, I'm. I'm gonna I'm gonna preface it. It doesn't affect my rating or anything. When I, my original idea for the way I was gonna do the show before I split it, this was gonna be a pre-show match. But now that I'm not doing obviously a pre-show, it's in the main card. But whatever. Why are you, tell, are you um, telling us this match sucks? No, I'm not telling you this it. match sucks. But I'm just telling given uh, context. Uh, so Chris Masters comes out and demands imagine, a rematch. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Imagine, imagine WWE does this. They're like, "Yeah, we were gonna put this on the pre-show, <laughs> like before the match starts." Triple H comes out, "Hey guys, I just want to let you know, 
<laughs> this match was going to be on the pre-show, but you guys are lucky. We gave you two nights of content, so instead of giving you a pre-show, now you got to watch it on the main card. I'm sorry, it sucks. Like, that's basically what you just said. I didn't say sorry, it sucks. You added that part. <laughs> you After showed that, that you're, not conf- you're not confident in this match. That's why you did that. That's the only time a, a match has a fucking intro like that, like you got a prologue to the match, is if you're not confident in it. So now I'm not, I'm not confident, confident going into this. I'm not confident at all. I have anxiety. Leave me alone. Carmella versus Tori Wilson and see who can twist no. their ankle first. <laughs> uh, Chris Masters comes out and demands a rematch against Eugene for the pure title. Joy asks Masters about the attack on Liv after the pay per view, <laughs> after the match at the pay per view. Masters says, "I did not. I did not want to hurt Liv, but she did it to herself. I only lost my title because of her." And she had to be punished. But when she's ready to apologize for what she did to me, I might take her back. What kind of what kind of fucking BDSM relationship is this? Kitten needed to be punished. She was bad to master. Like <laughs> it, it, I'd watch it's, that. That's just nasty. it's been I, announced. I would, watch, I would watch a Chris Masters uh, Liv Morgan sex tape. Five stars. <laughs> clip clip this. This nasty. <laughs> It's been announced that the next. It's announced that the next week it will. There will be a rematch for the Pure Championship. Hold on, Damon. John, so, does it make it better or worse if I'm watching mostly for Chris Masters? A little bit better, actually. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> we knew. <laughs> we knew. Uh, so we see live. Where's that? Where's Mas- that fucking Jergens at? <laughs> so the yeah. So the following week, we see Liv and Masters make their way into the arena together. Joy stops them and asks if, like, are you back together? Uh, before Liv can answer, Chris says that Liv learned her lesson, did the right thing, apologized for her mistakes, and promised there won't be any more screw ups going forward. He's now like, leave us that, alone. That cake anime. Should go um, I have a, I have a match to get ready for. So the match is a ba- it's a back and forth match with Eugene and Masters. At the end of the match, the referee accidentally gets knocked down. Masters tells Liv to grab the title and give it to him. Uh, Liv grabs the title and appears as if she's going to hand it to him, but then she looks at it and throws it to the side. Masters yells at her and says, you stupid bitch, give me the title now. Now. Uh, Liv says no and starts to walk away. Uh, Eugene gets up, and when Masters turns around, he gets hit with a code breaker uh, and gets pinned. One, two, three. Uh, Eugene retains the title. Um, as Masters is making his way to his feet, uh, Liv waves goodbye to him from the ramp, and we see him like cussing her out, like while he's like pulling himself up. So the next week, before her match that night, Liv says that the beginning tonight she is taking back control of her life and her career. She's done with Masters and she, Master, and she is ready to move on with her life. Liv has a match against Sasha Banks. Uh, Liv has her set up for the Oblivion. But we see Master come out of the crowd, slide into the ring, and attack Liv and lock in the Master Lock. The ref rings the bell, awarding Liv the DQ win, but security comes out and has to pull Masters off Liv. Masters grabs the the mic. Listen here, you stupid bitch. You do not decide when we are done. I do. You are nothing without me. You never were and never will be. So the way this is going to work is you're going to be a good girl and Mm. do what I tell you. You did this to yourself. Remember that. And then he throws down the mic. Uh, And then the medics come out and they check on Liv. 
Um, so the following week, Liv comes out um, and calls out Masters. Masters tells Liv that he's sorry for last week, but she did it. Uh, but if she just did as she was told, he wouldn't have to do that. I'm not a bad guy, but sometimes you make me do horrible things to you, and I hate it. Liv says that Masters is right and says she's sorry. They then hug and appear to have made up. When the, when they stop hugging, Liv smiles at Masters, then suddenly begins to frown, and she kicks him in the nuts. As Masters is writhing on the ground, Liv says she is sorry that she wasted her time um, supporting such a piece of crap and an abuser. Later that night, Masters goes into Arquette's office and he demands a match against Liv because he's going to teach her a woman's place. Hmm. Um, at first, Masters says, or, or sorry, Arquette says, absolutely not, we're not doing that. But Masters threatens him, so he caves and he makes the match official for barely legal. So, um, for the match, so before the match, Joy asks Masters, why is he doing this? Masters says that he loved Liv. He loved Liv, but she forgot her place in their relationship and she broke his heart. So tonight he's going to teach, she's going to learn the definition of love hurts. Masters Mm -hmm. comes out wearing black trunks with uh, blue writing saying Masters. Uh, Liv comes out wearing a black and red top and bottom. Uh, Liv casually gets into the ring as Masters smirks in the corner. So Masters gets in the middle of the ring and calls for a test of strength, like mocking her. (laughs) Uh, uh, Liv, she locks up with Masters, but easily gets overpowered, and he pushes her into the corner. Uh, Masters gives a a clean break, and then he poses. Uh, Liv Liv runs out of the corner and starts punching and kicking Masters of, like, eventually like forcing him back into the corner. The ref gets between him and calls for a break and gets between them because Liv, like she won't stop punching him in the stomach. Masters then hits Liv out of the corner with a massive clothesline. Uh, Masters hits a stalled vertical suplex and then poses while he has her in the air. Masters then hits a gorilla press slam and stands on Liv's chest, but she manages to barely kick out. Masters then picks her up by the hair. Liv starts fighting back and hitting Masters in the stomach again. And he like you can tell it's actually starting to hurt a little bit. He then knees her in the gut. Irish whips her and hits a power slam. Masters goes for the cover, but at one two. But before the three count, he pulls her shoulder up and says, "I'm not done yet." Masters picks her up and hits a Samoan drop and then goes for a nonchalant cover, but Liv kicks out again. Um, Masters then positions her in the master for the master lock, but she right before he can lock it in, she rolls out of the ring to the outside. Masters goes after her, grabs her, and yanks her by the hair to the ground, smiles, and poses to the crowd. Um, Masters rolls into the ring to break the count, then rolls back out, positions her head against the ring steps. As commentary says, someone needs to come out and stop this. Masters goes for a running knee, but Liv manages to move out of the way at the last second, and Masters hits his knee hard on the stairs and like starts grabbing in agony. Uh, Liv manages to get her work her way back into the ring. Masters does too, but Liv immediately starts kicking his leg and then bounces off the rope and hits a basement drop kick to the bad leg. Masters is down in one one down to one knee, and Liv hits a snap DDT. And goes for the pin, but Masters powers out at two. 
Liv gets back up and tries to Irish whip Masters, but Masters is still too strong, and he hits a belly to belly for a long two count. Masters makes his way up to his feet, and he's like limp- limping, but he signals that he's going to end it. When Liv gets back to her feet, Masters goes to lock in the Master Locks and gets it in, but Liv manages to like use her feet to bounce off the ropes and do a flip, and they both fall backward, and she like flips to where her shoulder, where Masters' shoulders are on the mat, and and the ref counts one, two, three. Liv wins the match, and Masters like lets like is shocked and lets like lets go, and Liv rolls out of the ring and celebrates on the ramp as Masters has a breakdown in the ring. And that's the end of that Anyone? match. Anyone? That has some weird elements to it. Uh, you didn't like Master of, Masters? Got, you were the toxic that? there. Uh, so, <laughs> but I feel like hmm, I, I need a few minutes to chew on that one. Chew. <laughs> uh, I thought it was pretty good. I think it was interesting having Masters versus Liv Morgan. Like that's. Oh my god, just like the imagery of that match is very interesting. I don't feel like it'd be very great. But it would be like, great. What? <laughs> you said it doesn't feel like it would be very great, but I said but it would be very great. Okay. <laughs> 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 I just I don't feel like watching big muscly ass Chris Masters just demolish Liv Morgan for that awkward that would be that awkward like ooh, 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 ooh. but I thought it was good like the story I'm gonna go I'm gonna go I'm gonna go a 3.5 okay this story was better than Myro versus uh Super kick party, but I just I don't know. I felt like something was missing. I if you would have had Chris Masters win, you would have got a five. I'm gonna be honest with you, because like that would have been a great swerve of just like the you know what I mean like good. You don't always get a happy ending. Sure. Sometimes people are dicks and they get the, they get away with it, <laughs> and so you would have got a five for that. But the fact that you went with the the cookie cutter way to go especially in a company called toxic championship wrestling i was a little disappointed um i'm gonna give you a three though okay i think this is one of those storylines where like i think it should have ended the way it ended i i understand why it ended the way you ended it but oh, I, think I understand the thing, i think the thing that's missing with this was i think in my opinion, you should have had her still getting be- like getting beat up, whatever it is, like throughout the match. Maybe have Eugene be the difference maker in the match. Maybe he interferes, does something to, to swerve and everything. Just to, to, so that way that, that rivalry is still going on. So that way you can still plant a seed for that if you want, if you wanted to. But it's just it's I was just- trying to move away from the Eugene Masters um, rivalry. Yeah. So that's part mostly why I did that. Yeah. But that's I think that's where I that's just where how I was feeling about that. I, I gave it a four. I think it was fine for what it was. I think it was just a linear storyline. Like we know how it was gonna end. 
And it's just it just is what it is. I think that's like the main thing I was missing for it was it was was just that difference maker. Maybe have him because you know he's obviously beaten there. And I, I I think you did the injury part that made the dif- to be a difference maker, but I think it should have been an interference for that. Okay. Yeah, John. Um, I'm gonna go with a three point seven five. I like some aspects of that a lot. I like that you may had uh, Chris Masters be the ultimate gaslighter. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going for. Though. He was trying the gaslighter. So, uh, like, that, it's that, your fault. That was an interesting element. There were some moments that would have just been uncomfortable to watch. Um, despite that being the intent, I wouldn't enjoy watching it on television. Uh, so, that kind of docked you. And I think the match was kind of mid. So, that, that's the reason why I score. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't. It'd be hard to write the Masters versus live match as like just the match itself to be a five yeah yeah that's like one of those things with like you told the story but it's just like you know what i mean that's yeah. not gonna be something that like where we get crazy spots from that match is this is yeah, like, i know, right? I know yeah. you're, you're not getting like a great wrestling match out of right that, yeah you know i mean like so at best you're gonna get mid and you got that but yeah it, it's me i'm the hater um, I'm not surprised. It's me. I'm the problem. This, 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 I could have, I, I've shut, I've shut it off. I'm in bed. Um, I'm, I'm, I no longer want to watch either day or WrestleMania. Uh, you're getting a two out of me. Like, Mike's just on the hate. And that's, and honestly, two, two for me on this, that's fucking generous. Talk about shit, on- Mike. Mike's on hate. I'm not. I'm not going to say that Mike's just trying to avoid losing. Uh, so no, you know what? You know what I think is happening right now. I think Mike's trying to be so mean this last round with his with his grades that he's trying to make all y'all quit. He doesn't want to have any competition next. He knows he can't get me and Kenny out. Like I'm not Kenny, quit. They, we we don't break. How is that? That how, how am I get? I'm going after them. It doesn't. That wouldn't make sense. What? What do no, you you're mean? gonna quit. You no, quit for no, next book of so you make your next book of easier. You've already yeah, got John. John already uh, no. quit because of you. <laughs> John quit because <laughs> it's bad writing. Ooh. <laughs> Damn it. John, you're doing great. John, I think you did a great job writing. You had some low points, but you also had some high points, okay? Yeah. John, yeah. I'd give no, you a 4.5. No, no. <laughs> you're, 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 that wasn't what your overall was last year. <laughs> hey, but you didn't, you didn't give him that, Keith. John, <laughs> I, give math, you an, I give you an A math. for effort, okay? We're, we're bad at math. Well, Demone, you're about to give me a zero for no effort next go around because I ain't making it. So. Demone, what's your uh, company called again? Oh, no, not, not company. I'm, I'm going to see the pay-per-view call again. A barely legal. Barely, okay. Uh, so the next match, uh, Enzo and El Codice come out to the ring. Enzo says, my name is Enzo Amore, and I am the godfather of El Codice, and you can't teach that. At Bound for Glory, I did exactly what I said I was going to do when I beat that DPW scum rooster, and I sent him packing back to that dumpster fire of a company. And in the process, I took back what I never truly lost, which was my X Division championship. Um, out comes David Arquette, who says that Enzo did defend the title, or win back the title, sorry, but now needs a challenger for the title. And to determine that challenger, there will be a number one contenders tournament over the next couple of weeks, with the winner facing Enzo at uh, Barely Legal. Enzo says, it doesn't matter who it is, 
where they're from, because at the end of the day, El Codice and Enzo always win. And you can't stop that. Um, so the following week, the tournament is announced and the competitors are, are announced too. So the competitors are Chris Sabin, Braun Breaker, Chris Bay, Seth Rollins, Samoa Joe, Keith Lee, Christopher Daniels, and Little Guido. Uh, so Enzo tells Guido that they're going to make sure that he wins the t- tournament and then that barely legal, they know he'll do the right thing. So the first match of the tournament is out Little Guido versus Chris Sabin. Uh, Guido beats Sabin when Bruno distracts Sabin and Guido manages to roll him up with a small package to advance. Braun Breaker beats Chris Bay with a spear. Seth beats Samoa Joe with a curb stomp. And then Christopher Daniels beats Keith Lee with a BME. Uh, so the following week, uh, Braun uh, starts off the match dominating Little Guido, uh, throwing, like just tossing him around. Braun accidentally runs over the referee and is in position for the spear. Bruno grabs his leg, preventing him from hitting the spear, then drags him out of the ring and throws him into the barricade. He then locks in the bear hug and throws Braun, Braun, uh, throws Braun back into the ring when Guido crawls over to him for the one, two, three. So Guido was in the finals. Um, so tag team partners, um, part of the uh, Fallen Messiahs, Seth and Christopher Daniels um, are the other part. Um, so they have a competitive 20-minute match back and forth, but Seth wins when he rolls up Daniels and he holds on to the tights. Uh, so the last week uh, on the Go Home Show, Enzo gives Guido a pep talk and tells him that tonight is the biggest match of his career and that he better win tonight and not let the family down. Enzo says that Bruno will be out there with him to guarantee the win. Seth and Daniels walk by and say that unlike the other matches, Guido won't have the numbers advantage. Seth asks Guido what it's like being Enzo's bitch. Uh, Guido gets furious as Enzo uh, holds him back and tells Seth that he's his old man and he can win on his own. Uh, Seth laughs and says, sure you can. And that's why you always need backup and then walks away. Guido tells Enzo that he appreciates the help so far, but he needs to do this one on his own and walks away. Guido goes to the ring alone and is having a competitive back and forth match with Seth. Towards the end of the match, Seth accidentally runs into, because Daniels does come out with Seth, he Seth accidentally runs into Daniels, knocking him down. Seth looks like he's about to hit a curb stop. Guido avoids it and hits a neck breaker, and both men are down. Bruno starts to make his way down to the ring. Guido and Seth like are throwing punches back and forth, with Seth getting the advantage and hitting a super kick. And then he sets up for the curb stop, but Bruno trips him, allowing Guido, who doesn't see the trip, to hit the kiss of death, which is pretty much the it's the unprettier for the win. Um, Enzo comes out, um, hugs Guido and holds up his hand, but Guido sees the replay and the trip and says, I told you I wanted to do this on my own and like pulls his arm away and slides out of the ring and walks to the back as Enzo and Bruno stand in the ring confused. Uh, so to the, uh, pay-per-view match. So before the match, we see Guido stretching when Enzo walks in and says that he doesn't know what Guido's problem was last week. But he's forgiven him, and he knows Guido will do the right thing here tonight and lay down. Um, 
Guido says, last week I asked for one thing, for me to go out there and prove that I could do this on my own, and you couldn't even give me that. And tonight you're asking me to give up my chance to become a champion? But I, but I promise tonight I'll do the right thing. Enzo says, "Good to hear." Pats him on the back, and the, like they shake hands, they embrace. Um, so the match is little Guido versus Enzo. Uh, Guido comes out first wearing the red trunks with the green knee pads. Enzo comes out wearing leopard print uh, pants and a fur coat. Um, the bell rings, and Enzo tells Guido to lay down. Guido looks around, walks to the center of the ring, and slowly lays down. Enzo goes to cover him, but Guido kicks out at two, then stands up. Enzo starts yelling at him, What the hell are you doing? I said lay down. Guido is conflicted. Guido goes to lay down again, but before Enzo can cover him, he gets back up and goes outside the ring. Bruno walks over and says, "Like, What are you doing? Guido tells him to back off, and he slides back into the ring. Enzo gets into Guido's face and starts berating him and says, do what I tell you to when I tell you to. And I said, lay down. And then he pushes like palms Guido's face and like pushes him. Guido smiles and says, all right, all right. And lays down. Enzo starts to go for the pin. But this time Guido goes in for an inside cradle. It almost gets a three count. Uh, Both men bounce up to their feet. And Guido puts up his fist and tells Enzo to come on, come on, let's fight. Uh, Guido, um, so to the spots, Guido and Enzo go back and forth with punches, with Guido getting the upper hand and driving Enzo into the corner with a series of body shots. Guido hits a running drop kick in the corner, then a running bulldog for a two count. Enzo slides out of the ring to recover. Bruno goes to check on him. Guido comes in and hits a tope suicida, suicida, uh, taking out both men um as the crowd like goes crazy back in the ring guido goes for a cross body but enzo manages to sidestep it that hits or lands a series of stomps um enzo hits a tornado ddt for a two count uh, enzo then starts slapping guido repeatedly and calls him an idiot as he holds his face and then the realist hits a realist combination and he taunts the crowd uh enzo goes for the ddg uh, which is like the diving um, DDT, um, or yeah, DDT. But uh, Guido catches him and um, counters it with a Northern Light suplex. Guido hits a Riverderci, but Bruno puts Enzo's foot on the bottom rope. Uh, Guido yells at him, um, and but then he gets hit with an Enziguri by Enzo. Enzo then goes to the top rope and hits Air Enzo which is a top rope splash for a long two count. Enzo is trying to lock in mob ties, but Guido manages to fight out of it and hits sliced bread, but Enzo just barely kicks out. Guido goes for and hits the kiss of death and goes for the pin, but the ref is distracted by Bruno, who's standing on the top rope. Guido and Bruno talk trash back and forth until Bruno drops off the apron. This gives Enzo enough time to recover and hit a uh, jaw Donzo. On Guido, then locks in mob ties, and Guido is forced to tap. Afterward, Enzo and Bruno continue to attack Guido. Um, Suddenly, we hear the music of Bam Bam Bigelow, who uh, recently joined El Codice and is known to be one of Guido's oldest friends, but he was out of action like recently with um, a knee injury. 
Um, Bam Bam gets in the ring and he's like tells them to stop, stop. What are you guys doing? Um, and he helps Guido up to his feet. Um, and then he hits greetings from Ashbury Park and embraces Enzo and Bruno. Enzo tells Bam to finish him, and Bam climbs to the top rope and he hits a moonsault on Guido. Then Bruno, Bam Bam, and Enzo stand over him as Enzo holds the title. Hold up. So he was or he wasn't a part of El Codice before this. He joined El Codice on like the last pay-per-view, but he had a like a minor knee injury, so he hasn't been like on TV the last few weeks. So he's rejoining essentially. So he not joined, rejoining, but he joined, instantly got injured, taken off TV. Yes. Unsure uh, of the score right now. I'd like to hear others. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this was a really safe at first. And then the end, having Bam Bam turn on Guido. I feel like I've, this should have been your third pay-per-view that this happens. And then the payoff we get here. Yeah, there never should have been that rooster. I, I feel like, like I would yeah. have liked that a lot more. I felt like there was another story being told here, and then somewhere I I, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I was ready. At one point, I was ready to give it a five. Wait, what story did you think was being told? Uh, Just more between Enzo and, and Guido. Well, yeah, that would be. So Guido's out of El Codice now. Right. But So theoretically for season two, if I were to do a season two, I like, was more. It would they would be rivaling. Like that, Guido would then... be the would be the baby face, and Enzo. It would be pretty much Guido uh, versus El Codice. Now that you say that, it makes me think you're John and me, and you're gonna make me wait. No, I'm not doing. I'm not doing a season two of TCW. So you're not gonna you're get not it at me. all. You're, like, you're never gonna all. get it. So yeah. I, yeah, I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you like again, like, as we always say. I'm not gonna. I can only tell you what I see, right on what I see, not on what possibly could have happened or is going to happen. Then I'm never except going that one to time, see. Except that one time with Volta. <laughs> I didn't hear you, and I don't care. I, I said except that one time with Volta. When no, you you you, both, you showed didn't happen. You no, you showed us that you said. Hey, I'm gonna have Volter and Shinsuke face each other 92 times, and then I'm gonna have them both win matches that will make them face each other again. I don't want that shit. They only faced each other like once. No, it's bullshit. It was literally once they faced each other. I, I'm about to go back and listen because I know for a fact it was more than once. It wasn't. They were feuding with each other for fucking 16 years, and you're like, they finally weren't. they get a break from each other, and then they both magically win matches and go back together. It's like you're no. fucking. Uh, they I didn't. They literally didn't. But anyway. I'm about to give you a four for this. A point four. You <laughs> can't do that. Mike, what did, what did you give it? I didn't give it anything yet. He said he needs time to think. I need somebody to give a score, goddammit. Yeah, no I'm one's giving me a number. I'm That's not go, a good sign of them. I'm going to go 250. higher than I was thinking. I'm thinking more of a three. I feel like I agree with Keith's original criticism that like the rooster thing was a waste of time. We could have done more with this story. But I don't feel like anything was like offensive either. I just feel like it was kind of... It was there. I didn't hate it. But 
I feel like he could have done more. Okay. Uh, I think I'm going to give you a 2.5 as well. Okay. I think... Because I did like this, the swerve at the end. I, didn't really, I don't really like the way that Bam Bam Bigelow was like... On TV, off TV, joins, taking off, comes back. Like, that's you didn't part, have to do that. That's the part that I'm like, that's really got me stuck though. So, because like, you, like it, he, uh, you know what? He didn't actually get really injured. You wrote that in. Yeah, was I was like gonna say that's just the thing. Like, it's not like it really happened in real life. Like, damn, like we missed out because he got injured. This like you made <laughs> him injured, so we got to redo this again. Like, wait, I don't I mean, know. yeah, I don't like, really wait, mind like, that. Like, what you? What do you mean? I made him injured. No, you said okay. So you made him injured. You wrote it out. You, 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 you said he's you injured. Wrote in, you wrote in. He joins the group, gets injured, and then rejoins the group. And you know what I think happened. Right. Let me tell you what, what it feels like happened. You wrote this story and then forgot that fucking Bam Bam Bigelow was in there, and you had to have a fucking out for it. I'm giving you a two no. I alright. He was our. I always, this is always the plan. That's even like, worse. It's it a bad plan. <laughs> Like no, so pretty much. Stop defending yourself. The, You're making it worse. He joined the group. He, people get injured in wrestling. I don't know yes, if you guys know yes, this. Yes, right. But. but here's the thing: you have control on to make that injury story worse. Yeah, you you booked you a bad time for him to get injured. That's weird. It's like book Mike booking botches. It's fucking weird. I didn't book a fucking uh, botch. You <laughs> thought I booked a botch because I said somebody stumbled. When that is a thing that happens. Yeah, like when they botch. Okay, so wait, wait. It was a minor, like I that's said, it was what, a minor knee injury. See, that, we didn't like put him on the shelf for months. That's my biggest that's problem weirder. with this because because with the whole injury thing, it's like shit happens in real life, and you have to try to make changes to, you know, what I'm saying to to go with yeah. everything going on. Yours is like he got injured, and he read we redid. I don't know. I just don't like that. It's like you yeah, could you should have made it a storyline injury. You should not have made it. Yeah. No, any injury it is, it doesn't matter. It's weird. He had him but joined. You could have, could have had a storyline injury back. and still had him on screen and done something storyline wise. Yeah, he didn't have to do anything. He could just be the fucking muscle in the background. Right. He it, could. It's, it's just weird. It's weird to write in a detour in your storyline. It's just weird to do that. I don't know. That's just that's just weird. that's the part that I'm like really stuck on. Like I don't want to give you a low score, but it's like I, I kind of have to because it's like it's. <laughs> I do. I'm gonna give him a two. John, or, or, Kenny, but did you I have this much struggle when you were uh, rating John show so poorly? Yeah, it, yeah. I, I didn't. I did so did poorly. I didn't want. I didn't want to do did. that. I really didn't want to do that. Just so give I'm gonna. Me a three, oh, Kenny. You said give you a three. No, it's not yeah. a three. <laughs> I'm gonna go. Because <laughs> that really, that really fucks it up. That really does. Um, I'm gonna oh, go rip that band aid. I'm gonna go with the one. I'm going with the one. I'm sorry. Woo, damn. It's just one of those things where it's like it's like you didn't have to do that. That's 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 the part. It's like you didn't have to do that. He's right. You didn't have to do that. Okay. You didn't have to. Because it's not like I can see if something happens like, oh, you know, I, he got injured. So, you know, we got to work around it. No, you said, okay, he's going to be injured right here, right? And then we're going to do this. It's just weird. <laughs> yeah, the fact that when I said I was like, it feels like you forgot about it. And you're like, no, this is always the plan. I was like, that works. <laughs> Well, I wanted to do the whole thing I was trying to do was that Bam Bam comes back, he pretends like he's gonna help Guido, and then he doesn't. No, I, he he did attack. Yeah, you but have this be the, the but, but it's just weird though. to be to be freshly join a group and then be like, oh, I he can't Batista did pretty much. Batista did that. No, I'm just saying, but like I don't but like that, that either. <laughs> it also was a lot longer than a month. 
It was a minor yeah. knee injury. It's weird. You you did a weird thing. Just admit that. Anyway, <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's a you weird. Lose. Thing. Mike didn't rate it. Yeah, he did. He gave it a two. I gave it. I gave it a two. Okay, okay. And that I was generous. That. I you got a two from me, right? Uh, I got a two two point two five from you. Nope, two. Because when you, I just, you defended it, I just feel like you didn't tell the story. Board. You didn't tell the story that I would have been interested in. Hmm. I think the story, the I'm confused by interesting, but it's just it's just a weird thing to be like, hey. this guy's gonna get injured after joining the hey. group, and then we're gonna be like, oh, he's in the group. Like it's just that's just a weird story. It's a weird <laughs> plot point to me. I don't know. It's just weird. Okay. Uh so the week before barely legal, we see cowboy shit at the dirty spoon, uh drinking and playing poker with the locals, uh licking their wounds from losing their shot at the TCW tag team titles. Suddenly, we hear a ruckus on the other side of the bar. Uh, cowboy shit gets up to see what's what's going on. We see the APA in the bar arguing with the bartender, accusing him of giving them skunk beer and threatening to kick his ass. Cowboy shit goes over and tries to intervene. Hangman introduces himself and, G- and Jimmy and says that the bartender is a good friend of theirs, and as JBL, who was holding the bartender by the shirt, to, to let him go as a courtesy to them. JBL lets go and says, we know who you are, but this isn't any of your business, so back off. Hangman and Farouk like, get nose to nose. Uh, Jimmy says, why don't we all settle down and have a few beers? Next two rounds are on us. Uh, JBL lets the bartender go and says, that's all you had to say, and fixes the bartender's shirt. like He does the like stereotypical, like pats his shirt, like fixes the collar. Uh, later in the night, we see all four at the poker table with a group of guys. Both Jimmy and Hangman are up and making have most of the chips at the table. Uh, after the river, J- river, JBL goes to grab the chips and says that he has a straight flush and says that's thank uh, that's for uh, thanks for playing. Uh, but then uh, Jimmy stops him and like grabs him, grabs him, uh, like and stops him and says. And shows that he is a royal flush beating JBL. As Jimmy starts to collect his chips, JBL starts to accuse Cowboy Shit of cheating and he flips the table. Cowboy Shit gets into their faces and says, what's your problem? Uh, Farouk shoves Hangman and it causes the two teams to start to brawl in the bar. The two teams are separated by like the locals and APA eventually like they get removed from the bar. Um, it's then announced that at Barely Legal... Uh, the two teams will compete in a barroom brawl at the Dirty Spoon with the loser picking up the other team's tab for the next year. Uh, we cut to the bar where Cowboy Shit is already there, ready to fight. The APA walks in as the patrons boo them. Um, a ref is in the bar and gets between both teams, and then he like says, let's go. Uh, both teams are throwing hard shots at each other. Uh, Jimmy is hanging in, but Farouk overpowers Jimmy, uh, hitting a headbutt followed by a hard punch. By the way, these are just the, like spots not going like bell to bell or anything. Uh, JBL goes for the clothesline from hell, but Hangman ducks under, hits JBL with a pool stick in the gut several times, and then breaks it off over his back. Uh, Jimmy and Farouk are fighting in the bathroom. Jimmy slams Farouk's head against the door, but Farouk breaks his eyes. Uh, Farouk slams Jimmy's head in the toilet and then flushes it. Jimmy manages to get out of it and pushes Farouk back. He jumps off the toilet, hits a flying 
elbow, sending Farouk backwards. Uh, Jimmy tries to do it again, but Farouk catches him and hits a belly to belly, um, like onto the wall. Uh, Hangman uses a bar or uses the bar to hit a tornado DDT on JBL, but only gets a two count. He then um, goes to grab a stool to smash JBL with, but JBL kicks him in the gut, gets up, and hits a snap suplex on the floor. Farouk tries to spear Jimmy, but Jimmy moves, and Farouk spears one of the patrons instead. Another patron grabs Farouk, and Farouk starts to fight the crowd as Yang makes his way back to the towards the bar. Uh, JBL smashes the bar stool on J, uh, on Hangman's back. Uh, JBL has Hangman in the powerbomb position, and he does the pretend to put the cigar out on his back. When out of nowhere, Yang runs on the bar and hits a flying drop kick on JBL. Uh, JBL, or I'm sorry, Jimmy and Hangman hit dual super kicks, sending JBL over the bar, then uh, take a seat to catch their breath and drink one of the shots at the bar. Farouk comes from behind and lays both of them out. Uh, Farouk hits a spine buster onto the pool table on Paige. They then pick up Jimmy and they put his head on one of the corners of the pool table and JBL shoots the eight ball into his face. APA then goes and grabs a bottle of vodka and they douse cow take a shot and douse cowboy shit with it. Uh, JBL goes for the clothesline from Hal on Yang and hits it. But Yang manages to somehow kick out. Uh, Farouk goes for the Dominator onto the bar on Page, but he manages to slip out of it and hit a, a neckbreaker. JBL sees the jukebox and tries to Joe Jimmy into it. The Jimmy counters and throws JBL headfirst into the jukebox, uh, and JBL's head uh, like goes through it um, as it starts playing like Friends in Low Places. Uh, <laughs> Farouk and Hangman are throwing haymakers. As they make their way onto their feet, Farouk go- gets the upper hand and goes for another spine buster, but Hangman manages to grab a beer bottle and smashes it over Farouk's head. Jimmy climbs the bar and hits Yang time for the one, two, three. The winners of the barroom brawl are cowboy shit. The locals celebrate with the two men as the APA is carried out of the bar. Okay. So all that happened at the the Dirty Spoon? Yes. Okay, this is your mania? Yes. <laughs> this would have been a five-star match if it was on a weekly. It, they've done... It's no different than... This would have been a five-star if it was on a weekly. I I, I would not rate this a five-star on your mania show. Period. Okay, so are you giving that? I'm going to give it a four. But I'm, it would have been a five if you. This is a weekly five star. Like if this was on a, this would be a great segment match, whatever, on a weekly, not my, on a mania, my, not my, on your biggest show of the year. My well, fuck argument, this guy, I'm giving it a five. You should my, not. Yeah. Why are my, you? No, you should do your shit in like in the ring, in the arena, not. But, the fucking, okay, so then, do you have a? Pro- I have a question. Did you have a problem with the Firefly Funhouse? Because that was not in the ring. I wouldn't have rated a five star. It's considered, or what I about would not, the Boneyard match? Would not have rated a five star. That's they're both considered would, like I would. Matches. I would not have rated a five star. Okay. I would not have rated the I. I so well, I got mean, enjoyment out of them. I would not rate them a five star. It, so it would have been. Can't do they would be five star on the pay per view. 
no, I you cannot do a cinematic match or an outside match like this on your biggest show of the year and expect it to be a five star. This okay. would have been a. I'm telling you, this would be a five star on a weekly. <clears throat> I don't understand them. your logic, but I'll because take the this board. this this Didn't is something that you would see on and the boneyard match give five stars. <laughs> I wouldn't give him a five star. They were like, I don't know if they got five stars. But we're also talking about like a fucking, uh, 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 something that you would see on a weekly, on a Raw in the 90s. You would not have seen this on. They did not have cinematic matches. This doesn't even feel like a cinematic match to me. This feels more like just one of those APA segments that you would have had in the 90s. Hmm. So if you would have had a little like fake ass bar on the side of the of the stage, and had them had this whole interaction and fight at this little fake bar, or do it in ring, you could have something set. You could have set pieces in ring. That doesn't make you, sense. Yeah, I, no, it does I, make it, sense. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking that's... hardcore match in the fucking ring. That's all you have to I do. No, to do that doesn't make sense because they randomly come across each other. <laughs> okay, so don't put it on the biggest show of the year and expect a five. That's what okay, I'm saying. I'll I gave you a four. They used to do those ones that were like by like the side of the stage, like where they yeah. the entrance ramp, and those are pretty. Yeah, cool. that's what I'm saying. But that wouldn't like that but this right. Was, but but this is too. this is what the APA would have done on a mon- on They have done this on a Monday Night Raw. I don't think they, they had, did it on Monday Night Raw. I think they did it at WrestleMania. No, they did not. You, um, fuck you. They I did not. I think they did have a barroom brawl at WrestleMania. They did not. Sure they it was. Did. They, they did not. If they did, will you give me a five star? No, I they won't because five. I still wouldn't have given that a five star. <laughs> well, I'm going to get my grade while, we're, while y'all searching. I I gave you a five. I, I loved everything about this match. Personally, I think it was fun. I liked the spots you had for the barroom brawl as well. And I did like the. Didn't you, didn't you say Ruckus popped up? The rest of the ruck, ruckus popped up. No, it was just the. I said there was a ruckus. Oh, like, I there was like just being like crazy over Uncle on the ruckus? other part. I thought I think some of the. I, I thought you said the rest of the ruckus was there too. I was going to give you the part for sure. It was. But, it was at Vengeance in 2003. They had a uh, invitational barroom brawl. Well, yes, it was on the pay per view. Not the at the biggest show of the year. Period. Well, like I said, I gave you. Now a we know who's behind double game. standard wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you got a five for me. Thank you. I love. I'm gonna give I you a five you. too because this shit would have been entertaining as hell. Like it, it really was, that... especially after that that last. You know, I didn't like that last match, but but this this one though, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, and especially after you said it was actually a cinematic match. Like I could actually see if you did this like actually cinematically, and it was an action movie kind of thing. Like you can make it really fun and interesting. Like you can have little bits of comedy in there, but like you can make yeah. it really good action. I, I thought at first that you were gonna say that they were like backstage and this was like a segment style, like they like they like they filmed it live at the bar. But if you do it like like the bar fight the APA like, did on Raw, right? Right. I thought that's what it was, and I was like, yeah, this is not where it belongs. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. <laughs> So, We're having the Travis. Strong. Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know where Travis went, but okay. yeah, he lost him at Dirty Spoon. He Keith. he stopped at the Dirty Spoon and he stayed there. Okay, Keith, uh, what's, so, what's your rating? Five. 
Oh yeah, but okay. So, uh, to the main event of night one. So, uh, after defeating the Death Demon, Finn hasn't been seen or heard from, or, or after being defeated. Sorry. Wait, Finn this is the main seen. event right here. This is the main event of this night. Because remember, I'm doing two different nights. Oh no, I know. I I didn't know it was yeah. the main event already. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's five and five. Okay. So I split it in like half. So there's ten total, but it's five and five. So. Um, after defeating or after being defeated, Finn hasn't been seen or heard from since the Buried Alive match. Edge, who's still recovering from the match, says that since the death title doesn't have a rematch clause, he won't face Finn again because it turned Finn into a monster and he can't risk it falling into his hands again. Uh, so the following week, uh, Edge is back and he successfully defeats Dusty Rhodes to defend the death title in a first blood match. Um, after the match, Dusty and Edge shake hands in a show of respect, and Edge celebrates and is about to leave the ring when the lights flicker, and on the Toxic Tron, Finn Balor appears covered in like dirt and like just looking gross. Um, the camera pans out, and we see he's in a graveyard. Edge, at Bound for Glory, you and your wife took away the one thing that we cared about in this entire world, and that is the death title. To you, it's just another title, another championship for you to put on your trophy case. But to us, it means everything. It's not just a title, but it means conquering death itself. And you took that from us. You took the most important thing in the world from me. And why? So you could could be the hero and try to avenge Mick Foley. But Edge Mick dug his own grave when he didn't heed our warning. So you are not a hero. You're a thief and a coward who used his wife to steal what was ours. The only reason you beat us is because we got distracted by Beth. You know that, and so does all of TCW. So we figured it was only fitting that we take away what you and Beth care about the most in this world so you can feel my hurt my pain uh finn then yells at the cameraman to like come here show him show him now uh we then see a shallow grave and in it are lyric and ruby copeland tied up and gagged and crying those are edges kids for people who don't know so uh finn then leans down and says we don't want to do this but it's mommy and daddy's fault this has to happen. Edge grabs a mic and says, Finn, leave them out of this. You want the title? Here, take it. I'll give you whatever you want. Just leave them alone. Please. Please, man, I'm begging you. Please. Uh, Finn says, if only it were that easy, Edge. Finn yells at the kids, shut up. And then he starts to, like, grabs a shovel and starts to dig dirt into the grave. If only it were that easy. And then he like cuts, like pushes the camera like out, so the feed cuts out. Uh, we see Edge race to the back, trying to frantically like find out where Finn is, like yelling, like "Where is he? Where is he?" Like, like trying to get them to tell him where the feed's coming from. Later in the night, we see Edge arrive at the local graveyard, where the cameraman is laid out in a freshly covered grave. Edge runs over to it and he starts like digging with like his bare hands. Uh, before we, we hear cries of daddy, daddy, and the girls run towards him as Edge hugs them. 
Suddenly, Finn comes from behind and smacks Edge with a shovel, laying him out. Finn tells Lyric, tell Daddy when he wakes up that this is far, far from over. Finn then walks into the shadows and disappears. <laughs> uh, so Edge goes in the ring to start the, me- the week and is visibly pissed. Finn, get your ass out here right now. Nothing ha- nothing happens. I shouldn't be surprised you won't you won't come out here and show your face like a, and face me like a man. You used two innocent little girls so you could lure me to that graveyard and attack me from behind. It's one thing for you to attack me, and we I know Beth can handle herself, but you put your hands on my kids? That's too far, even for someone like you. I've done a lot of despicable things in my career. Some I regret, some I don't. But I always knew to keep people's kids out of it. But you, Finn, you took it too far. You want a rematch for the death title? You name the place. You name the time. Hell, you can even pick the match. I don't care. I'm going to go to the deepest, darkest place of my mind to hurt you. I'm going to beat you to within an inch of your life. And I'm not sure I'll even stop there. The lights flicker and Finn appears on the Toxitron. Edge, last week week wasn't just about luring you in to attack you. It's to remind you and to rem- more importantly, to remind ourselves that we what we are capable of. We have no soul. We have no mercy. We have no respect for human life. Ours or yours. The only thing that matters to us is that title. So at barely legal, if you're a man of your word, we can t- we take back or a man of your word, we will see you in the most barbaric match TCW has to offer. A cage of death. Edge accepts and then it cuts to a commercial. Uh so the on the go home show. Finn is scheduled to have a match against Bob Backlund in the main event. Uh, Edge attacks him from like before he can even like get make his way um, to the ring. He attacks him during his entrance with the steel chair. Edge throws Finn into the ring and hits him again. Edge then hits a spear on Edge and begins to rain down punches on Finn, busting him open. Excuse me. Edge then goes for the chair again and starts choking Finn with the chair. Edge manages to kick Edge off and gets up, and the two start brawling all over the outside. Arquette sends security and security and members of the locker room to break up the brawl. The closing image of the episode is Finn covered in his own blood, laughing and being held back as Edge is being held back on the other sc- screen or other side of the screen, uh, screaming that like he's, that he's going to kill Finn. So to the match, uh, so the ring, the cage is lowered and we see that there's multiple weapons in the ring and the cage is like the sides of the cage are made of barbed wire. Edge is out first wearing uh, red and black gear. Finn comes out next wearing Freddy Krueger inspired gear. Um, The second Finn enters the ring, Edge swings a steel chair at Finn's head, but he manages to duck it and hit a sling blade. So to the spots. So Finn hit the float over DDT, followed by a double foot stomp to the gut of Edge. Finn hits Edge with a series of chair shots to the back. He then hits a brain buster on the chair for a, a two count. Edge, Edge avoids a running drop kick. It hits an execution onto a steel chair for a two count. Edge hits Finn with a light bulb, or I'm sorry, light tube, 
then digs a piece of broken glass into Finn's skull, busting him open. Edge Irish whips Finn into the cage, and Finn goes back first into the barbed wire. Edge then rakes his head against the steel and puts his boot into Finn's face as his head against the ca- is against the cage. Edge has a chair and goes to uh, hit Finn, but Finn Pele kicks the chair onto Edge's face. Finn um, grabs Edge's face and puts a chair under it. Uh, Finn grabs Edge's arm and stomps Edge's head repeatedly into the chair. Edge is then busted open. Finn goes for the coup de gras, but Edge spears him out of midair, uh, but can't make the cover. Both men are down and throw punches back and forth as they make their way to the t- back to their feet. Uh, Finn gets the advantage and Irish whips Edge over the top rope. Uh, Finn then hits a suicide moonsault or suicide somersault sent on to the outside as Edge goes into the barbed wire side of the cage. I should have probably explained the cage a little bit. Uh, so it's kind of like the Hell in the Cell cage, like where there's room, like on the ring side. So like it's not like a regular steel cage. It's kind of like the Hell in the Cell where there's little room on the outside. Um, Finn goes under the ring and grabs a rope and puts it around Edge's neck and uses it to hang Edge using the ring ropes for leverage. Finn lets go and then like um, taunts the crowd. Uh, Finn goes for Bloody Sunday onto Tax. Edge manages to fight him off and hits an edgematic onto the tack and goes for the tax and goes for the pin. Finn kicks out at two. Edge sets up a table wrapped in barbed wire up on one side of the ring and hits an electric chair on Finn through it. Um, but only gets a two count. Finn just barely gets his shoulder up. Finn then rolls to the outside. Edge spears Finn through the door of the cage, sending both men to the outside. Uh, Edge makes his way back to his feet and goes to grab Finn, but Finn grabs the chain from the door and decks Edge with it. Uh, Finn then climbs to the top of the cage. Finn's hands are noticeably noticeably cut due to the barbed wire, but he just laughs and tells Edge to come up. Edge looks to the crowd and like they like chant, do it, do it, do it. And uh, Edge climbs to the top. Uh, both men are fighting on top of the cage. Finn gets the advantage, gut kicks Edge, and hits Bloody Sunday, but can't get the pin because, like, the ref's up, not up there to count it. Uh, Finn begins to land hard elbows to Edge's skull. Finn lifts him up and uh, tries to suplex him off the cage, but Edge manages to counter it and uh, hits a bit, a back body drop uh, of his own, and, but the cage breaks where Finn goes through the, the top of the cage um, and... Uh, lands and crashes into the ring, going through a table that was set up in the ring. Um, Edge like makes his way down the cage as medical crews like go into the ring to check on Finn. Uh, Edge gets back into the ring, uh, but and Finn refuses medical attention. Um, Edge looks at Finn and hits another spear, but Finn is still moving. So Edge goes back into the corner and hits another as Finn gets up one more time. Like he's having the trouble. Like Finn just won't stay down. Edge goes for the pin, but again, Finn kicks out. Edge realizes what he has to do to end it. Edge grabs a chair wrapped in barbed wire and puts Finn's head on it. He then hit, grabs another chair and he hits a concerto. Uh, then um, pins Finn for the one, two, three. Edge leaves Finn's motionless body in the ring as the cage raises and he's joined by Beth and the kids on the um, 
I broke the apron, but that's not what I meant. On the uh, ramp, or the like, the entrance ramp as confetti falls. All right, so you had one misstep. What? When when you were doing the chant, do it, do it, do it. Yeah. What you should have done is have Rob Schneider come out and said, "You can do it." <laughs> uh, I don't. I didn't draft Rob Schneider. He didn't have to. <laughs> no one else did either. And John probably did. Yeah, John probably did. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not into his movies, so I didn't draft him. He's still available. See again. John is a contradiction when it comes to comedy. He doesn't like good comedy. He likes bad comedy. And that's why I'm afraid of his comedy. Me bad, you good. Yes, I've heard this before. <laughs> get, get good, John. <laughs> like, like better comedy. Um, Any new ideas to the table today, Mike? I think, I'll just say this. I think the wrong person won. You think the wrong person won? I think won. the wrong person won, and it goes back to it not being toxic enough. The toxic one should have should have went off on top in your main event. I'm giving you a four point eight five. Okay. <laughs> you did not have enough toxic in this WrestleMania. It, it felt what? like you stopped being toxic. It was fucking funny. Well, Tess is probably on night two, so probably night two. That's the main event, and unless but unless it ends no. Unless it ends with some burning crosses, it's not going to be toxic enough. No. Jesus Christ, no. Mike, you can't just say that. Oh, Clip. Mike, right? <laughs> yeah, I can tell you there will be no be no burning crosses. No, then <laughs> then you get a, it's not toxic yeah. enough. Then you're you're not doing. You should be less toxic. Championship I'm wrestling. Ready for that. It's okay. I'll still give you a four point ninety nine. Um, I, I'll go next. Um. I think this was really good. I mean, it, it reminds me of JTG. I will say that, but it. <laughs> Hey, I was gonna say that, but um, but it's cool though. I think I think it was still good. I really didn't see any problems with it. I think the this is one of those things where it was, in my opinion, it was a lot to, like you're like like you know how y'all said it was like trying to have a blood feud in four weeks is something I did. Like it felt like that. I don't know. It just kind of it, it felt kind of felt like that a little bit. They've but been feuding really for like I, two like. They've been feuding for like two papers. I just think three, the bad guy been feuding for like three months. Actually, the the villain should have came up on top on this. Like that's what I keep coming back to. Because the oh, last yeah. match they had the bury the live, and Edge won, and then yeah. so oh, like, it, so it's not like a new feud. So they've been feuding for a while. So Edge won the last Damn. match. He won the bury the live. Then yeah. then I I. I doubled down on it. I'm Damn, taking down a four that. point. I, for, four I point, forgot that happened. I thought for some 4. reason I, yeah. I knew um, this wasn't a new feud, but I forgot that Edge won. Well, you were, remember this has been a lot long time between these pay per views. I said it at the beginning. Like that's why Finn was pissed because he lost the title, and that's why he was threatening to bury Edge's kids alive. It's, it's unbalanced. I like that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I just think like, yeah. Now, now that you said that, I do agree with Mike on that because yeah, I thought so. this was kind of the thing where it's like, you know, he's t- he's taking him to that point, kind of like how JTG did, took him to that point where he gets the kids involved. It's like, damn, you took it, you took it too far. It could, could just been between us. And I thought that was it. I didn't, I forgot all that stuff happened before that. But yeah, especially with Edge winning before. You said it's the third time they fought. No, this is the second time they fought. So they've started like feuding after 
um, Mick Foley died. Yeah. Finn was being a bastard. And then, like, they started feuding. And then they had the you match. You know what you did? Alive, and then you know they had. You, you made the same misstep WWE did with, with Bray Wyatt. Yeah. And you build this yeah. this villain up. And, and you want him to be a threat, but he keeps losing, so he's not a threat. Well, he did it's, kill a man. It's a mixture. Well, I want to say it's a it's a mixture between that and having Cody Rhodes fight Seth Rollins for the 18th time. It's just it's just kind of like that, where it's like okay, he keeps losing to him, and it's just like it's like at this point, it's like why are we watching? But it's like. I don't know. I, but realistically, I wish, I wish they've only been, they've only actually had two matches, and this yes, yeah, I'm saying start. like 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 it just. Yeah, but they've been fighting like on that. house shows and shit. Yeah, I'd rather I would have rather that maybe <laughs> you have Finn win the first time around, and then have Edge get his get his come like, you know what I'm saying get his comeback on him to the point he pushes him that far. He had no choice but to beat him like that. I don't know. I don't so know. so it, it it was a five until until I ain't gonna lie to y'all said that because I forgot that shit happened. So I'm gonna go with a 4.25. I think it was good. I think that's the main thing about that is it's having having him take another L. I thought that was the one and I thought it was a one and done kind of thing. No. And Damn. yeah, so now so now it's kind of just ah kind of fucks it up for me, especially when you have because my opinion, I think the I think the match was the perfect amount of brutal mm. to for this feud. And like I said, the storyline was good. It was just like now, now knowing that he you know he lost twice to this man, it's just like ah, he don't he doesn't look that tough to me. Is what I'm gonna say. I feel like I'm torn. I'm torn here because I do think that the wrong guy won. Uh, so this was your biggest show of the year, and you had Edge going in as the defending champion to Finn, who's supposed who's like out here murdering people, right? Yeah. I well, feel like you kind of murder is a strong word. For legal for legal reasons. I feel like you were kind of in a corner because like so either Finn loses again or Finn has to murder Edge. <laughs> yeah. I've shown that I would do it, so it would have been <laughs> that saying, far. Like, Finn should have come off as the threat at the end of this. And it could have went one more. It I, obviously we're not going to get it, but it, I feel like it would have went one more. It would have been a rubber I don't match. Think it, I don't think it should have. I think this would have been a good spot to end it. Yeah, because but, like I said, this would have had Finn to been the started end of off, Yeah, well, Finn started off burning. Uh, what's his name? Not Cactus Jack. Um, Terry Funk. Terry so Funk. He, he, bur- he burned Terry Funk. He paralyzed Terry Funk. Then he. I think he um, then he ki- then he killed Mick Foley. I mean, we know he's hardcore and he's yeah. willing to go over the edge, but it's just one of those things where, with this, <laughs> with this, with <laughs> yeah, true, with this, with this <laughs> ending, for for the ending should have been, in my opinion, now that I know, that I know. what I know. Damn, I'm echoing. So now, now I know what I know. I think you should have had if him bury know, him in front of his kids. Know. You should have had yeah. him bury him in front of his kids, and it should have been was, a very, a, a very eerie thing to look at, and then just have him stand over him, and just have the kids crying. He's just crying, looking, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, damn, this is like, this is it's wild. And at, at that point, it makes it like, damn, that. who can stop him at this point? Yeah, I was torn on whether to have him actually buried or not. Yeah, no, dude, you should have buried him. Like, I mean, I mean, not like, him. I mean, not for real, for a burial, but like, just have it like storyline, bury him, 
and then just you know what I'm saying, act like kids crying as he just keeps going. Just yeah. keeps going. And then maybe like maybe kind of like rub like rub the dirt. And like, then Finn like, takes his family from him. Yeah, yeah. Then then it's Finn, into a love triangle. <laughs> no, no, there's no triangle. Finn, Finn moves in, takes Beth. Like he becomes Daddy Finn now. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying take the feather, but I'm saying like maybe just have that visual of him burying him alive and just maybe just cracking up as he's like you know just rubbing dirt on the headstone, or making out with making out with Beth on on top of the tombstone. <laughs> okay, Mike. What Mike just made you? a fucking. That's like... toxic. You want toxic? That's toxic. Yeah. Actually, if you'd have had Beth turn on him, that'd have been some shit. Oh, <laughs> she was in on it the whole time. What if it was a fake Beth? Like who framed Roger Rabbit? Let's okay. Yeah, I hate all that. Uh, Keith, give me your rating. (laughs) I want to give. It was really good, and it was really entertaining, and it's really good, especially for your first night main event. I just feel like certainly I do appreciate the confetti. I know that was for me, and that was the thing too. I think the confetti. Doesn't work in this situation. I don't think confetti works on that kind of match. I don't know. That's just like when you say, I forgot that happened. Yeah, I think that's weird. I meant, I meant to say that. That's weird to have a brawl, people bloody, and it's confetti fall. That's a weird visual to me. It's, somebody has a crimson mask and confetti fall all over. I feel like that's a thing you have to have a bare face for. <laughs> yeah, but if it happens to CM Punk, you're like five stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give you, I'm going to. I'm gonna go four point seven five. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. I liked it, but there are just little things that that Finn not winning. I think if you would have had Finn win, yeah, I feel like that would have been it because all the the whole night, like the whole three year show, we've said it feels like toxic light. Toxic light. The storm has been toxic. It's the actual like when they have to actually get to the match. It's not toxic anymore. That's what it feels like. Right. Well, it's because like, he's trying to he's trying is, to give good endings to the yeah, stories. This is, yeah, yeah. Well, he's the not. That's the, the problem. He's this is not. the end of these stories. So, like, I'm trying to like wrap them up. Where, but what's up for? I guess the, the end of the story. The Elko DJ one is really the only one that wasn't the end. But you could have, and that's the case. Meaning you don't have, you didn't have to end these stories. You could have. They could be on well, season also, two of TCW. Also, I feel like yeah. if you have like if the bad guy. If you have no, a bad guy win fuck you mean. tonight, it leaves like it leaves it open for your next show or like the the next night of like oh shit anything could happen they might fuck around and like give all the bad guys win or you know it's like it's not like yeah. so like I feel like the conception most of the time the misconception most of the time is that it's the it's the end of the feud so the good guy has to win when it doesn't and have I feel to like be that gets it doesn't have to be that right. way. And I am going to go with the same numbers, keep the 4.75. Okay. I would have liked Damn. to have seen a Finn win. It was really good. Uh, this this show has been mostly pretty awesome. Um, but Can't yeah, wait to it, fuck it up next week. It wasn't like that it, didn't, <laughs> it, it was toxic so enough. I actually think it was a little bit, wish it was a little bit more brutal. Uh, like, and it was pretty brutal. And Kenny said it was the right amount. I think it could have gone a little bit further. He hit him in a concerto with barbed wire wrapped around him, too. That's disgusting. <laughs> I think it could have gone a little farther. <laughs> I don't know. He, the, the, the spots he had were really disgusting for real. But I just think ex- nobody was, was dipped in amount. acid. So I thought about doing the gasoline. I thought about doing the gasoline spot where like 
someone gets probably would have been Finn gets dolphin doused in gasoline and set on fire. Like I thought about that being like he beats him <laughs> and then he does that to get rid of him like entirely. Like he was Freddy Krueger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's why he came out in Freddy Krueger gear. Then you really would have been Bray Wyatt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but that's the end of night one of TCW. Barely legal. Yeah. I went from having the highest vote on that last match to the to the hater. I went from a 5 to a 4.25. I'll still take a 4.25. That's, that's still not bad going that way. It's not, but it was just like that. I mean, it was definitely the best story you had tonight. I mean, it's just I think, I, I the think execution. Was, yeah, 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 the best, best story for sure. Best story. The best match is that barroom brawl match, in my opinion. Would have been better on Raw. Yeah, he's a little better on Raw. All right. So we're going to go ahead and wrap wrap this up. Let's do some plugs. <laughs> Bad guy. Uh, if you want to see more of me, go to um, the Bad Guy Spoken Podcast on YouTube. And if you want to see me, you know, or just talk, do whatever. Uh, it's on all social medias at Bad Guy Spoken. I say really wild shit. And you can react to that or say I'm wrong or whatever it is. I'm going to tell you you're wrong, too. So it's on you. He said, yeah. he said if you just want to talk, hit me up. <laughs> yeah, you want to talk? Go ahead. Some people just need a little talk. That's all you need sometimes. Yeah. Keith, you got you're good, you're good guys showing. Uh, you can talk to me on any of the T13 sites and book at T13 Debatable or T13 on Twitter. Uh, you can talk to me on mine, but I probably will not pay attention because all I get is like weird bots that like my shit and it's weird. It creeps me out now. Fuck you, Elon, you bastard. Uh, <laughs> don't get me started with that. Um, Lil Fudge. I was going to say the same thing. I normally plug my Twitter, but I don't think I'm going to be on it very much. Fuck Elon Musk. Fuck his click. Um, but you can go to t13media.com slash store and buy a little fudge shirt. And that is a better way to spend your time than on the Elon Musk bitch baby app. Damone. <laughs> uh, I am barely on Twitter as it is. But if you want to hit me up on Twitter, um, you can follow me at dumbmoneyt13 and on TikTok. So it's D-A-M-O-N-E. YT the number one and number three. And also follow the T13 Media uh TikTok at T13. So it's T the number one, three spelled out. Also, I've been on the fuck Elon train for years. Welcome aboard, guys. I mean, I'm like I'm not a fan of him, but I'd still buy a Tesla. Uh, I, I, yeah, at I would this still point, buy a Tesla too. Would, at this point, explode, actually you can get you can get other there are other win win John electronic win-win. cars now okay. that yeah, I don't that are gonna be better so i i i'm glad that he started the trend but now i can't wait to get rid of him exactly uh you can find me on twitter where i just tweet at boy meets world podcast uh that's hi-fi underscore mike uh it's not a joke that's all i do on twitter is tweet at boy meets boy meets world podcast you can find all the shows i am not kidding you can find all the shows on the t13 media network on our website at t13media.com Rate and view us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Golden Rules Fire, fuck off. That's Book It. See ya. Bye.